Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for tuning in again. Happy New Year. I'm your host, Nicole Chenard. I'm a registered dietitian. I have a master's degree in nutrition and fitness and a bachelor's degree in nutrition and dietetics and an extensive research background focused on weight loss and health promotion. I do not give individualized medical advice in this podcast. This is an educational show. So if you want or need individualized medical nutrition advice, ask your dietitian to set up an appointment to help you meet your needs. If you don't know me or you're just tuning in, one of the aspects of my work that sets me apart is that I work with two amazing, incredible medical teams that include physicians, award-winning dietitians, nurses, PAs, NPs, social workers, exercise physiologists, and project managers who I constantly go to with cases and learn from all the time. I will never share identities of clients, patients, or study participants, but I will share important observations that myself and my teams have learned through extensive research, discussion, and success over time that I think is not only interesting, but really helpful for anyone interested in science, health, nutrition, sport, and the history of where it all came from. So, based on popular demand, today's topic will be the ketogenic or the keto diet. I'm sure you've heard of it by now. We've been keeping up on the latest research on this really popular diet and definitely have some takeaways for anyone who wants to know more about it. Here's a little history. The ketogenic diet is a very low carb, high fat diet that involves putting one's body into a metabolic state called ketosis. There are many pros advertised for the keto diet plan, making it sound like the weight loss and energy answer we've all been waiting for, but marketers want you to focus on one thing and that's sales. And it's our job as clinicians to make sure you're educated on not just the pros, but the cons and the overall bottom line recommendations for you that you need. There's no cookie cutter diet. Everyone needs their own plan that makes sense for their individual needs and it can change all the time. In fact, it should. So there should always be an evolution of your diet plan to meet your needs at different stages of life. When I meet with clients one-on-one, I let them know there's nothing they can't eat or drink, but what we come up with as a plan needs to meet their goals. Otherwise it doesn't work. You can have your bacon cake and eat it too, but our constipation, chest pain, body odor, and erectile dysfunction part of your goals? Let's look let's take a look at the whole picture, shall we? So let's get into it a little bit more. I'm gonna give you a lot of science today. I'm gonna to repeat myself a little bit too. So Based on popular demand, I will emphasize this because the marketers really know what they're doing. People love to hear about keto. People love to buy keto products. And I'm not saying it's completely useless and I'm not saying it's completely harmful, but you need to know the facts. So today's topic will be the ketogenic or keto diet. Here's a little history. The ketogenic diet originally created decades ago to help It was originally created to help brain seizures. Uh, It's a very low carb, and that has a specific definition, by the way, high fat diet that involves putting one's body into a metabolic state called ketosis. Ketosis happens 
when glucose is in short supply. A process called gluconeogenesis occurs and causes fat or what we call lipids to be released to help provide fuel for the body as glucose is forced to be created by the liver because we would die without it. Our brain can only run on glucose. So during this metabolic process, you end up with a high concentration of ketones in the blood. Again, ketones are chemicals made from your liver when it needs to. It's not an ideal process, especially if you have any type of physical or athletic requirements for your job. It's a last resort, you know, bottom of the line process that takes a lot of work. So if you're diabetic, you might already know that a lack of insulin in your body also may cause ketones to show up in your urine labs. This is different because you're not doing it on purpose, but essentially it happens because your pancreas is not producing enough insulin to, to combat the overload of sugar over time. So this causes a metabolic dysfunction resulting in type two diabetes. And this is not good either. So you would now at this point need to inject insulin to get the sugar out of your blood that has been overloading your blood and into your cells and or removed from your body via the void we call urine. During ketogenesis, you need another source of fuel for your body and your brain to function. So your body resorts to using fat instead of sugar as a primary fuel. It, it still uses sugar because it, it has to or you die. So your liver turns this, this fat into ketones, which is a type of acid, sends them into your bloodstream. This process throws off your pH. Remember that acid-base balance. That's very crucial to some to life essentially um, and this makes your blood more acidic it also makes you more likely to get sick from bacteria viruses and other pathogens because you're creating a thriving environment for them have you heard of the keto flu so if you've heard of the keto flu and you've tried keto and you've felt really gross it, like you're sick and and you go to the doctor and you're not actually sick it makes sense now, doesn't it? More biochemistry for those who like knowing the metabolism deets. Um, gluconeogenesis is simulated by the hormones glucagon, growth hormone, epinephrine, and cortisol. Overall, the cycle is metabolically costly, so meaning it takes up a lot of energy. Uh, glycolysis produces two ATP molecules, adenosine triphosphate, for those of you who know the, the cycles. Um, so two ATP, ATP molecules at a cost of six ATP molecules consumed in gluconeogenesis. Um, so the Cori cycle gets activated during a true keto diet. It's an energy requiring process that shifts the metabolic burden away from the exercising muscle um, and causes an, a hypoxic effect. Um, it, this explains you know, a lot of the cons of the keto diet, like muscle fatigue and feeling just overall terrible. 
I personally do not recommend the ketogenic diet to anyone at this time uh, based off of the research we have at this time on humans. I also want you to know that I've witnessed it tear couples apart because it does affect women differently than men, as most things do. Um, <laughs> you probably know that. Uh, keep that in mind. I've also witnessed a lot of people say that they're on the keto diet, but when I dig a little deeper, they're actually not. Um, so with any diet, um, people tend to not give their friends and family the whole picture. And I've actually talked to people who said, oh, I'm on the keto diet and it's working really great. And I'll say, oh, it is, it's working really great. So then, you know, you don't need any help with anything. And then they'll go, I actually, I feel terrible. I just don't want people to know. So keep that in mind. You know, everyone wants to feel great. Everyone wants to typically be helpful to other people and give them good advice and tell them what worked for them. But you don't always get the whole picture because people are just trying to connect sometimes and just keep that in mind. You're not always getting the whole picture. So, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Um, most people don't ever actually do the keto diet, the, the actual keto diet. It has a very specific um, definition. It's very low carb, meaning, and that has a very specific definition. Um, a lot of people say they feel better on the keto diet, um, and that tends to be because they're paying attention to what they're eating and drinking. Um, they're planning out their meals and snacks, and they weren't before. Um, and so it gives them a sense of control. Um, when people tell me, and these are usually men, just I'm not saying it's not women, but it's usually men tell me they feel cognitively better on the keto diet. I think it's because they started thinking about what they were going to consume rather than um, eating or drinking just anything that ends up sitting in front of them um, or their eyes. Um, so planning ahead and being prepared always makes people feel better. Write that down. Now, it's possible there are other benefits to the, to the real keto diet um, that have to do with changes in hormones. And I'm not saying that that's not happening. Um, I think th there are changes that are happening, but there's so much going on in this metabolic process that all the facts have to be considered. And if I'm going to recommend something, the pros have to outweigh the cons. And in this case, they don't, the cons outweigh the pros. So what you might hear about benefits of the keto diet could include feeling more full and satisfied because you're incorporating more fat and protein into your diet. Uh, you might need more fat and protein in your diet, so that might make you feel better anyway. You might need fewer, you know, crappy carbs <laughs> in your diet anyway. I, I always tell my clients, you know, there's two different types of carbs. There's the ones that are from nature, like fruits and, and you find in vegetables and whole grains that have uh, nutrition packed calories. And then there's the ones that we made in factories that are just destroying our bodies. 
we don't need those, um, you know, the added sugars and all that. Fruit and whole grains and vegetables are not added sugars. They're whole package nutrition. So we do know need those for several reasons. They're very protective for our health and they help keep our pH level, which is super, super important to fight off pathogens like COVID. Um, so there's a lot that goes into this. Now, is it ever okay to be on a true keto diet? Only if there is a team of medical professionals guiding and monitoring you and there's no conflicting medical history and it's not done for long periods of time and you're getting more benefit than harm like the people who have brain seizures. That's why this diet exists originally. Um, if you're doing it on your own, you might not be aware of all the consequences and you need to be. So in medicine, you always need to be getting more benefit than harm. It has been reported in some research that some the reason people might feel better on the keto diet or some versions of it is, is that it might reduce the hunger stimulating hormone like leptin. Um, there's a lot that goes into all of this though. So keep that in mind as a factor, there are hunger simulating hormones that if you eat really crappy food or what I like to call food like products or some people call junk, there's no such thing as junk food. It's either junk or it's food. So make make sure you know that that's separate. Um, it's either nourishing you and fueling you or it's causing problems. Um, but leptin is the hunger hormone that makes you feel hungry and it is uh, stimulated or worsened by ingredients like high fructose corn syrup that is still in our food supply for some reason in our beverage supply um, and that you know crosses the blood brain barrier blood brain barrier and um, causes leptin to actually get shut down which causes people to never feel satisfied so if you're one of those people you might want to get your leptin levels checked and you definitely want to stop consuming high fructose corn syrup if you're trying to feel better and lose weight you typically don't have to do anything drastic though my teams and i have helped thousands of study participants clients and patients lose weight and decrease their medication needs for diabetes blood pressure and cholesterol with things like cue control, monitoring and keeping track of weight, food and beverage intake, and physical activity, and lots of encouragement. People who never thought they'd feel good again end up feeling better than they've ever felt before. That's a fact. I see it happen all the time. I'm a part of it happening all the time. It's awesome. Um, now, I could go on forever, but I just wanted to um, get some more good info out there and the keto diet was in high demand so i hope you like what you heard today if you did the best compliment you can pay the show is to save it share it like it download it and tell the people you like and love about it the bottom line is that advertisements and friends and family family don't always tell you the whole story so we will do our best uh, my interns and i to fill in the gaps because this is our job and also other you know, co-hosts who I like to interview who are 
amazing people in uh, the sport science, health, and medical fields. Uh, my interns and I love receiving questions via email and DM that we will anonymously answer on the show like we did today. So if you have a burning question, send it our way and we'll add it to the rapidly growing Q&A list. Um, thank you to everyone who gave feedback from the last couple of episodes. It was fascinating to hear which parts of the episodes you loved so much. Um, everyone had different comments, so it was great um, and we want to bring you more of it. We have amazing guests coming soon. Um, keep in mind, my interns and I all have um, one or two full-time jobs on top of bringing you the Major League Nutrition Show. But if you're interested in the show and our monthly news, uh, our monthly e-newsletter, and you're not on the email list yet, uh, please connect and let me know, and we'll get you on there. You can opt out anytime. I know what it's like to have too many emails, so totally, totally understand. But if you want it, you got it. Have a healthy rest of your day. Make sure you go outside at some point if possible. It's, it's wicked important for your health. Um, you can always reach out by social media at Major League Nutrition or via the website MajorLeagueNutrition.com. Emails can be sent to um, email requests and comments can be sent to admin at MajorLeagueNutrition.com. Um, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. And also, eating well is a form of self-respect. So go ahead and respect yourself today. All right, over and out. This is Nicole, and I will talk to you soon. Have a happy, healthy day, and happy new year.